Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We're back here with Coach Janika, and we are going to dive into some exciting things. But thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have been doing well. How are you doing, Janika? I am doing pretty good. I am just right now watching it like raining outside on and off, which I'm okay with. I feel like we need the rain. It's been very dry here for the last few weeks, but I had to go running today and I don't have a treadmill at home yet. So I had to go running in the rain and it was not that great and it was not that fun. And I was on the gravel road. So I'm happy to be inside now. I'm happy to be just watching it. Are you planning on getting a treadmill for your running? Yeah, I need to find one that we've always had a treadmill at our house the last when we had a lot of issues with the tread when we had to re like lubricate it we could never get the tread to go back centered like it was always veering off and I called people to come repair it and to try to get somebody to come out to your small town to repair a treadmill is outrageous <laughs> like you might as well go buy a new one at Canadian Tire on sale so but I've read now that there's actually treadmills that you don't have to lubricate okay. um, it's like part of the film I'm going to look into that but I also want one that's got a decent incline and one that my husband can also use because some of those treadmills they have a pretty low weight capacity which I didn't realize like 200 pounds which like doesn't do much for a bigger dude so I'm gonna have to find something that can hold both of us perfect so that's, that's something that's gonna be happening soon okay well let's dive into everything Yonica I want you to take it off and now when you gonna start we're gonna talk about so I want to talk about something called the region beta paradox and some of you guys might have heard this it's a term that's used I would say in the fitness industry more so because the first time I actually heard about it was through a different speaker and Joe Rogan talked about it and things like that but what it comes down to is the idea that we wait till things are really bad before we take action. And so it gives us this sense that everything is okay. We don't have to do anything right now until it's so far gone that now not only are we in a place where we have to take action to try to fix things, but we're, we're so far removed from where we want it to be. It's almost like we have to backtrack first. It's not a simple fix. It's like a full overhaul. And the reason I wanted to talk about this was because I think it's very apparent with new clients, but also with current clients or just lifestyle people as a whole. And I wanted to break those down so people can just bring some awareness to what you put up with day to day, because you don't perceive that it's bad enough. It's okay, so I'm not going to do anything about it yet. So, like you said, this go in many different ways, but it can also go to like a lot of like depending on the like the person, but also many different things in your life, right? Like from like I have very, so many thoughts in my head right now, but I'll let you go. Well, the reason I think that this came to me first was when we get applications from potential clients typically in there when we're scanning through them when we're going through them these people are kind of like at their wits end they're at the end of their rope they're like I cannot keep doing what I'm doing I cannot keep living like this I don't know the last time I felt this unhealthy you know this uncomfortable 
I, my confidence is gone, whatever. They are so far removed, but there would have been a time where they were slightly straying from where their ideal situation was. But as they were getting away from it, it was such small increments that they didn't notice it, or it didn't feel bad enough to take action in that moment. Yet, had they done something about it, as soon as they realized like, oh, yeah, like my pants are kind of tight or like, oh, you know what, my sleep's really decreasing lately. If they had at that point been like, this is bad enough that I want to address it, it would be a, probably a much easier fix. But instead, they waited until things got so uncomfortable that they couldn't handle it anymore. And then they were like, okay, something has to change. And that right there is the, the region beta paradox. We wait till things are so bad before we actually do anything. Now that you said that, it reminds me of like one of my previous applications. I just got in a couple of days ago. The one one thing that I won't remember, I put all these things in like the client's notes too, is I don't even re recognize my body anymore. It's gone so far that my I'm so uncomfortable. I don't even know who I am anymore. And right away, it's like, that's where we're like, okay, I want to help this person so much. And like, they've waited too far, too long. Till, so like, they, like they've tried something on their own. They know what they've tried isn't working. And that's when they're like, okay, I need, I need help. I need some prof professional help. And that's why they reach out to us. And they're like, Kate, I don't care the cost. Sign me up. I'm ready. Right. Right. And I think we all experience this at some point, typically, because it's hard to recognize that you're straying from your comfort zone. If you allow your comfort zone to be this wide versus sorry, those people who can't see me, I'm making a large sign with my hands, right? When you, when you move about within your comfort zone or you give it a little bit more lenience throughout the year, you don't ever notice like, oh, you know what, this isn't where I want to be or like, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable or you know what, my digestive health is really like going downhill or my hormones, something is up. We don't realize it because it's not, it doesn't seem bad enough. It's not an inconvenience enough day to day to address it. So we let it go. But then we get to the point where it's like, like you said, I don't recognize myself and to start making change there willingly, not very many people, you feel like you have to, you feel like you are stuck in a corner. And it's like, if I don't do something now, I don't even know what I can't even imagine what's going to happen to me in a month from now, two months from now, right? So it, it's hard, I think, for us to see people coming in and putting that in their applications, like I don't recognize myself, I have no confidence. Um, I mean, we've got people who tell us like, I will not get undressed in front of my partner, I'm too embarrassed. These are things that they didn't happen overnight. It was gradual. And it was so gradual, you just you didn't realize it. And it didn't matter enough during the process. Or that they realized it and then they just chose to ignore it because it wasn't as important in their life at that time, right? Yeah. And what came to my mind is like when we were talking about this is like more so as like diseases and like high blood pressure, diabetes, yeah. or like digestive issues, things like that, where it's like these things, they go to the doctor and the doctor's like, you need to lose weight or else you're going to be on medication. And then, and then the client's like, they don't do anything. And then they go back to the doctor. The doctor's like, Kate, now you need medication. Right. Yeah. So it's like, they just kept ignoring it, putting it on. It's just like in a relationship when something comes up and you don't want to deal with it, you just shove it underneath the carpet. So what are these? This is what I meant. It's it's so prevalent in so many areas of our life. And so for, for our example, like that, the applications, I was like, yeah, this is the number one reason I think people apply is because of this, this paradox. They've waited so long and they're like, holy cow, like now what? But if I look at in our community with our clients at check-ins weekly, I can see these things there as well. And that's why I think coaches, like we're very good about picking up on these things and not letting it go too far, you know, calling our clients on like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of noticing this trend developing or these habits developing. And the one that I notice often with clients is 
um, and I've talked about it lots before, the BLTs, right? The bites, licks, and tastes. And we have a little extra here. We lick the spoon of peanut butter. We eat off our kid's plate. And we're like, eh, it's just a little bit. It doesn't matter. It's the exact same thing. You're just doing things gradually. You're like widening what you allow a little bit every single day. And it doesn't seem like a big deal. And then maybe check-ins, you know, oh, you didn't lose weight, but you didn't gain weight. So it's still like, oh, it's not really a big deal. I'm not going to pay attention to it. And then suddenly we're like three, four weeks into these habits of regularly like having BLTs. And you're like, oh my gosh, like Coach Yannicka, like I gained weight this week. And it's like, yeah, like let's review kind of what our adherence is like during the week. And suddenly they're like, well, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I, I had this and I had that and I didn't try this and it was a little bit here and there and we realized wow it got to a point and now I'm like oh my gosh I have to do something about this mm-hmm. whereas had we just nipped it in the bud on day one and been like oh yeah no this isn't really like aligned with what I'm working towards it wouldn't be something to fix it would just be like oh I just need to be more mindful but now we're in a place where it's too far gone that it's like oh now I have to fix it so to say yeah and I think that's like one of the biggest things for a lot of, like you said, a lot of our clients is they, I think if you start off the program with allowing those things, it's a habit, right? So you are in the habit of like having a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. But if you start off the program and just tell yourself like, I'm going to be this 100% intentional of everything, then you're starting off on a better like a better slate and I'm bad for that too like there's I check in with my coach and I'm like okay 100% this week I'm not gonna screw up anything I'm gonna go all in I'm not gonna eat anything extra and then it's like nope (laughs) and again it's not because we're doing anything intentionally wrong like I really don't think people find themselves at their wits end because they intentionally like sabotage their progress or their health or their relationships or whatever the case is I think it's just we we give ourselves so much leeway into what we consider to be our comfort zone or appropriate for our goals or whatever the thing is that we don't see how quickly we can become misaligned to things. Mm -hmm. And so even when we came back from Kelowna there and I was like, holy cow, Yannicka, like July did you in. And it's not that during the month I thought I was doing anything crazy, but when I sat back and looked at it and kind of noticed the impacts that the month had on me as a whole, I was like, okay, definitely went out to eat way more than I have in months. Not that that was a bad thing. I enjoyed myself. I had great company. I like, I was happy to do it. I also drank, which I haven't really done much of. We, my sleep was a little bit off because we were having fun. And again, none of these things were like intentional where I was like, oh, I'm going to do this because I want to feel terrible in a week from now. But it was just day by day. I was like, oh, it's okay. It's just one day. Or like, oh, we're just here for a little bit. Or like, and that was all of July. Like, it was a month and here I am and I was like okay Annika like we can't do this because I saw the impacts of like it on me trying to get back to my runs I was like this is really hard and it shouldn't be so I made a same as you where I was like okay I'm buckling down like I don't have I don't have the tolerance for myself to allow that to happen because I don't like where it's leading me and because I'm in a position where I practice this I preach this it's easy for me to catch myself before it gets so far gone right like I don't have any negative side effects from from July because I noticed it right away I was like oh I'm giving myself a little too much leeway here with things I'm gonna catch it before it's suddenly like two three months in and I can't run down the block anymore but how many of us have that ability to do it independently or even just being so in tune with your body that you're recognizing like hey like I went to the gym and I can usually push this much and this week I went and I couldn't or I'm just sleeping having to sleep more than you usually do because your recovery is not as good like those are things that we recognize because we're intentional with those 
those things on a daily basis and we're in tune with our bodies, but the regular saying that we're not regular, the average person isn't going to be intentional with like all those things. And they might not recognize these things, like you said, until it's too far gone where they're like, holy crap, like I need to get my button gear. I don't think most of us are conditioned to identify when we're straying from what is considered alignment for us. I think a lot of us don't even know what we consider to be in alignment for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So how can we identify when we're starting to veer off or when we're starting to give ourselves, right? It's that like, give an inch, but take a mile type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what this comes down to. And it's unfortunate because what it suggests is that we actually benefit from things getting really bad because that's when we're going to make valuable changes or meaningful changes, I should say. We are very unlikely to do things if we don't feel there's a sense of urgency behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to accept that that's the truth in today's society, especially when it comes to our health. Because what does that mean for us long term? Not good. Not right? Good. Like, like you said, so people wait until their doctors are like, you don't have a choice anymore. Here's your medication. And then they're like, holy cow, like this got real. What could you have done a year sooner, five years sooner, a decade sooner, right? And it's difficult. You can't make people want to change. You can't make people want to take action. So I mean, you and I like, we can talk about this. We can spew information left, right and center. We can talk about what we do for our lifestyles. But that doesn't mean people are going to think that oh yeah, I should do that too, because they're going to look at themselves and unless they feel that, oh yes, things are really bad, it's always just going to be, well, no, I'm okay right now. It also comes down to like, I think the individual as a person too, like very, very stubborn, right? Like something's wrong. They're like, oh, it's not that bad. Like you said, and then they just, they just leave it. They just let it go. And then it's like, they don't go to the doctor or they like injure themselves. And it's like, oh, it's not that bad, but like months go on and it's like, oh, but it actually is that bad. Right. Like I can say like in April, I slipped on some ice and I did something to my shoulder and I was going to therapy. I was going to treatment and I was doing all the things because I was like, like I went to the like therapist right away. I was like, okay, something's wrong in my shoulder. And knowing me, like I went right away because I want to take care of myself. But at the same time, I was still going to the gym and I was still working out and I was still using that muscle and using my shoulder where me being stubborn, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Right. Where it's like, okay, it got worse and worse and worse. And then finally I was like, I need to take some time off because this isn't going to get better. But it's just like stubbornness can play a big part into it because sometimes people aren't going to go until it's like, okay, now like I've had a heart attack and now I need to actually change some things because I just about like life is ending. Right. So then it's like, how much time have you lost or how much health are you not going to be able to recover? You're almost just trying to, to, to salvage what's left versus capitalizing on what you could have had. Like you're not, you're no longer in a position to optimize your health. You're just trying to save it. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do with that for the rest of your life? Be like, Oh, well, this is all that I have left versus like, had you caught it earlier, been like, I added life to, or I added years to my life or whatever the case is. But, and like, guess for us, a lot of this is nutrition and physical and stuff like that. But we also talk a lot with our clients about their day to day, like their habits and their lifestyles. And I think we see the same things with those clients that we that we build that connection with that do share with us like about their jobs and about their relationships. And again, as the coaches who were like a third party participant, we hear about things without living these things. It's easier for us to identify like, hey, you need to look at this or like, Hey, I need you to put a pin in this and go address this with relationships. I mean, that's, it gets more complicated, but I have multiple clients who 
are very unhappy in their in their work or in their in their business and they complain about well, not complain they express their like frustrations with things right and so for me is again outsider it's easy for me to be like hey like you're bringing this up over and over and over I really need you to consider like what are you doing about this well it's not so bad like it's just this week and I'm like mm, right because again for them they're living it it doesn't seem that bad it's not they're getting a paycheck they have a job to go to you know they get to leave at five o'clock it's okay but as somebody who's seeing the impact that that's having on your quality of life week after week after week I feel like I'm almost predicting the future that in like six months a year five years from now you're gonna be like why the hell am I still here and like now what do I do I've stuck myself in a job for an extra five, 10 years. And now it's going to be that much more difficult for me to transition somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Had you recognized right off the bat, I'm not happy here. This isn't serving me. Something needs to change. Yeah, I deal with that with my clients 100%. And I bring it up a lot because that's one thing that we see is like clients come to us and they're like, I want to lose weight and I want to fix my digestion. But then we start to work with them and like they week after week check-ins, then all these other things start to uncover. Well, why is your stress so bad? And then it's like all leading into their career, right? So I come up, I bring this up with my clients often. It's like, okay, like, is this something you want to do for the rest of your life? If you're going to work every single day, upset, angry, not happy, not a good environment, there's maybe abuse or there's just not a good energy. It's like, do you see yourself doing that for the rest of your life? And we know that stress is like the number one killer. And if we have chronic stress that's untreated, then that's going to lead to all the other issues, high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, all those things that are going to take years off our life, right? Where that job, that stress is leading to exactly what we're talking about. Well, I think about like my job, like leaving teaching. I knew I was like, I cannot do this for another second. And I probably stayed a year longer than I should have. But at the same time, once I recognized that I gave myself a timeline of like, this is how long you have to be up to be gone. Like this is it. And I ended up like cutting that timeline short by like Mm. three years because it was like, can't do this anymore right and it, and it was it made all the difference and I do think that people have a hard time applying this type of logic to their own lives which is again why like having a coach right we play a different role but to put it into context for like day to day if you have a child and they are doing something that you don't approve of right maybe they're like I don't know they start like sh- they pushed a friend or something on the playground or they hit another kid whatever the case is. I don't know I'm not a mom but I imagine these things happen right you're not going to just tolerate it over and over and be like oh it was only once or like oh that kid probably deserved it or like oh it was at school you're not going to keep making up excuses until suddenly the kid gets in like a full-blown fist fight and then you're going to be like oh my god we have to go to anger management and this that and the other you're going to address it as soon as you start noticing the string of this behavior maybe your kid starts to yell at people maybe they start to like take things from other kids right maybe they start to speak to you in a way that you're like hey I don't I don't appreciate that. You're going to address those things as soon as you notice the misalignment. So it's easy for us to do this for other people and to see this in other people. But the same way that you're looking out for other people and you're not judging, you're just like, hey, I don't want this for you. I want better for you. You have to be able to do the same thing for yourself because the more leeway you give yourself, it's no difference. If you're not going to be willing to do that for a child because you're like, well, no, that's bad for their well-being and their relationships and their future. It's the same for you. Yep. And 
that being said, like the kids watch everything that you do, the way that you treat your yourself and your body as well. So, so it's just now, now there's a name for it. Those of you that wondered, like, why do I wait till things get so bad to do something? There's a name, the region beta paradox, and it's very common. And it's just because that's how conditioned that nothing needs attention until it's pressing or urgent. But typically by the time we get there, it's too late to remedy the situation. And we actually have to full on like deal with the situation. It also like can go into like even like just day to day like habits and it's like, okay, <laughs> this bill is due on August 31st, I'm going to pay it. And then it's like August 31st, September 1st. Oh, crap, I forgot to pay my bill. And now I'm paying like late fees and da 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 da, right. So it's like, it can go into that as well. It's like, and then what are you, you're dealing with all the consequences of paying a late bill or waiting too long to get your oil changed and then you're stuck on the side of the road because your vehicle <laughs> broke down you know like it can go anywhere and everywhere in life where i can see that it can be well very well distributed to everything in where we what we that's deal a with. really good example about the car like 100 yeah. right you're not gonna be like oh the oil light came on but i'll just leave it for now i'm like oh, i have a flat tire oh, i'll just leave it for now it's not that bad yet it comes on and you're like i still have 40 kilometers right? and you just like let this thing compound and suddenly like you said you're in the middle of a road trip side of the highway and the car's not working and you're like oh my god now i need to call a tow truck and i have to fix my car and do this and this whereas had you just gone gotten the oil change filled up the gas like yeah. you wouldn't be dealing with any of this exactly yeah i know it kind of it's funny that i use that because <laughs> I need an oil change. And I was like, I better get my oil change done. <laughs> Anything else, Yonako, that you want to add before we take off? No, I just, I would say, like, I always think after you and I podcast, it's kind of gives people an opportunity to look at, like, are you doing this in your own life? Or can you identify maybe some things where you are practicing this, this idea of the region beta paradox, where you're allowing things to continue to slip from you. And if you are, there's nothing wrong with that, but catch yourself, like kind of call yourself, hold yourself accountable for it, and then do something about it. This is something that we kind of touch base, I think, in our last podcast is like doing those like midday check-ins with yourself. It's like, so this can go into to that so what I said is like setting alarms on your phone and like having that midday check and be like okay it's now I've been up at six I'm going to check in with myself at like 10 I'm going to check in with myself at like three and then six and like when you check in with yourself you're like okay like all my tasks or whatever I'm supposed to be completing today how are, am I doing them am I completing them and am I being intentional with all my things and am I anything that I need to have accomplished today are they getting done or am I just like pushing them under the carpet right so have those like daily check-ins with yourself so you can kind of see where you're at and make sure that you aren't just shoving things underneath the rug that need that attention and I think that'll help you again being more intentional with everything not forgetting about anything and then just making sure that you are doing what needs to be addressed that's important absolutely awesome well thanks so much everyone for tuning in I hope you guys had a I hope you guys enjoyed this chat and I hope you guys have a rest good rest of your day we'll talk to you later bye-bye Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.